0: It looks a little off. Hello, beautiful souls. So today I am working from home. So I am going to be doing this live conversation um, to talk to you about the wounded healers. Um, The wounded healer archetypes is something that I'm going to be developing in the next couple of days, maybe the next week, Um, sign by sign, zodiac sign by zodiac sign. So I want to, sorry, I had an important message come through. So I I want to start with the explanation. And I think a lot of you already know uh, what is the wounded healer. So I'm going to take it a step further. But before I get there, for those that don't know, and I do have some notes because I'm not that um, familiar with Um, Sharon, like probably some of you are that are more into the zodiac and the astrology and all of that. I only receive what I receive when I go into meditation or I get revelations or trance. So I know, I think some of you are really crazy about the zodiac and astrology. So you can probably teach me about these things. But Sharon is one of the things that we really have to look out for if you are walking the path of the healer and the reason why i think it was called john that first came up with the um with the description of what is the wounded healer and i think the way that he explained it uh it was that it's those people that are have been through a lot of suffering and they get to the point where they also want to help others so one of the things that bothers me the most about the wounded healers, Sharon, and the whole uh, way that a lot of astrologers and people are talking about it is that they call it unhealable injuries and incurable traumas. This is a problem that I have with it, and I'm going to explain why. And how can we use this conversation today is for those that are into zodiac astrology into any type of um a spiritual practice that gives you a blueprint for life, um, gives you pros and cons about what um, Zodiac um, astrology terms, or like in IFA we have the Odus, right? Lukum is the Oduns. So anything, the Chinese Zodiac, I mean, the Beric Zodiac, anything where you have a blueprint for life, um, it's going to have a lot of programming in it. And those programmings, I'm going to get to that programming at the end. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to keep this conversation short. And I want to ensure that. Oh, sorry, I have to make sure that I can see that because I'm waiting for a phone call. Um, I have to ensure that I go over. Okay, let's let's go back a, a second because I think I'm, I'm all over the place. The wounded healers, these are people who have been through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. I always believed in my heart that people that are that have suffered a lot, that have a lot of painful traumas in this life, especially, are extremely powerful healers. The reason is because they become very good at understanding others, understanding and feeling the pain of others. So they become very strong empath very quickly when they're going through their dark night of the soul or just in general, they could be really powerful empath. They can also be able to talk to a lot of people because they had so much trauma that they can understand the different aspects of different people. So And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not because I'll give you an example. Um, I had a client where his father was doing something, and this is a trigger warning, by the way, was doing something to his dog, and when he saw that, he put himself in the shoes of the father, like, wow, this person must be in so much pain to do something like that to this dog, and he accepted it because he thought, well... There is a lot of trauma there. So the more that he worked through it, the more that he realized, I didn't have to accept that and I do not. So now he was able to work through that. But the reason why I say it could be good or, or not is because sometimes you accept things because you know you put yourself in the other people's shoe and then you feel their pain and you could even take on their pain to the point that it could be a, a, prob- a problem for you, right? So... The wounded healers are again those people that are, have suffered a lot. They had so many experiences with different type of traumas that they can really become very powerful healers. So I again, I think it was Carl Jung who's, who first identified this archetype, um, and the way I think he described it was, you know, these people make we make our own wounds a source of healing because we see that those things can be happening to other people therefore when we get to a place where we feel like you know there is a reason why I had to go through this then I'm going to go out there and find all the people that are dealing with this and I'm going to help them come out of this so we sort of become healers and teachers to others that are going through the same thing. Why this is interesting is because we want to, um, part of that process is knowing that we allow uh, our soul to, almost like we ask our soul to experience this in this lifetime in order for us to become the fitness rising, to become that teacher. To become the healer, right? And depending, everybody has a wounded child, a wounded healer. Well, everybody has a wounded child too, but uh, the wounded healer is in every zodiac sign. It's not just one, right? And every single person has a wounded healer because we all can heal ourselves. So, how is this tied to Sharon? And let me let me go back a second. Who was Sharon? in Greek um, mythology, right? Um, So when you think of Sharon, the half horse, half man people, and there was like a whole tribe of them and they had a priesthood and, you know, that this this person, Sharon was the, uh, he was a teacher and he became a very good healer. And he had, part of his medicine was, could have been a poison or medicine. And that this is where the dualities come in, the polarities, the yin and yang. His own medicine, um, and he took under himself um, Hercules. And when he was teaching Hercules, Hercules somehow wounded him with an arrow. I don't know if it was a song accident and or something like that. And he had Sharon's medicine in it. So the poison that Sharon had that was in the arrow penetrated Sharon and he became poisoned and could have killed him. But because he was a demigod, he couldn't die. So there was a lot of suffering, a lot of pain. Um, somebody had to take care of him. Somebody had to take him to like, I don't know, like a cave or something like that and, and help him. But he wasn't, he wasn't able to heal himself. He was able to heal everybody else but he wasn't able to heal himself. That's, a, that's an archetype, that's a programming. And some of us, we pick those programming for this reality because we also wanna overcome that, the archetype of Sharon. We all have it, right? But some of us have it more than others to the point where it's like, oh my God, when is this gonna end? So Sharon, with his own poison, his own medicine, um, couldn't heal himself. So what happened was that Sharon was in agony. He was, you know, like he was using agony. He wanted to die and he couldn't. And I know this is another trigger warning, but how many times have we felt like that? And we're like, oh, my God, Um, when it gets really hard, right? When we're going deep into the dark night of the soul. So when you think of Sharon as the archetype, as that programming that you need to overcome, what, what part of your journey has all of these wounds, all of these traumas, all of this suffering that you feel like you cannot heal yourself, but you can heal everybody else? You can help so many people make a lot of money. You can help a lot of people heal the childhood, heal this, heal that. And you cannot do that for yourself. There is a key there for you if you're going through this, if you haven't healed your wounded healer archetype. So anyways, Sue's guess gets pity for this Sharon guy. And why is the reason why some of us have a lot of issues with pity is also because of the Sharon archetype. Depending where your Sharon, your wounded healer is sitting on Sharon, you're going to see that some people like I have a big issue with pity. Like do anything but don't pity me, right? That, that's because it's coming from the archetype of my Sharon uh, where he's sitting within my birth chart. So Zeus gets pity shoes oh gets pity over, um, you know, he feels bad for Sharon. He says, you know, wow. Well, no, first, um, Sharon says, you know, I cannot heal myself. I'm in agony. I'm in pain. I'd rather give myself my, um, my God, uh, Goddess, uh, God's, um, what, what, what you would call it, the, his, eternity. He rather gives away his eternity, his mortality, immortality in order for him to be able to die because he wants to die, but he wants to do it in honor. So what he does is that he says, you know, Prometheus couldn't, uh, there was something going on with Prometheus. He needed to get his freedom. Apparently he stole some fire, which I, in my, in my belief that fire, I think symbolizes the higher consciousness. So, Sharon says, "You know, I'm gonna give my my immortality in in exchange for the freedom of Prometheus, so Prometheus could be free and I can die." So Zeus agree and Zeus agree, and sends, um and Prometheus is released and so on, and Sharon was sent to the underworld, and when he's sent down, uh, eventually Zeus feels bad or one of them feel bad and release him to um, the heavens and When you see that dive down and then up, that is your initiation. That is the dark night. Like he was released. Uh, He gave up his immortality in exchange for somebody else. So he's going down to the dark night and then he's released to the heaven. So that is an initiation gateway right there. I hope you can see that with me. Um, Because this is important to understand as we continue to dive a little deeper into what is the wounded healer, right? So anyways, I love that story because it reminds me of all the, you know, like the hidden clues in the Bible. Even in mythology, we see a lot of the different clues. And when you start getting deeper into this, you realize like, I can totally see why. Sharon was a teacher. He was a great um, a trainer, teacher, a healer. He was healing other people. His own medicine and I did a video about Athena and how Athena taught me. The medicine that we have could be good or bad. That's the duality, the yin and yang, right? The polarity. So this is something that is in universal law. Um, that desire to understand our medicine, with our medicine, everybody, we all have our own medicine. What is the energy that you give to the planet, to the uh, to nature, to others, that medicine is your medicine, and it can be good when you're happy, when you're good, or it could be really bad when you're feeling, like, threatened, when you're anger, angry and resentment, right? So the same medicine that you have has a polarity, too. So I just find that fascinating because I love that type of stuff. Anyway, so Sharon, let's go a step further because Sharon, there is a butterfly, um, apparently orbits the Saturn and Uranus and some people I think back in the um was it in the 70s that they found I don't even know what year they found um they discovered Sharon but it was something where they they thought that it was a planet oh no it's too small to be a planet it has to be an asteroid it has to be some type of comet or whatever I don't care what it is the point is that Sharon symbolizes that strength of vulnerability, encouraging us to embrace the dark aspects of who we are and to grasp it and like embrace it and bring it into what we think is the light, which might not be the light, it might just be neutrality. So when we think of what it represents and the wiseness of the wisdom and the knowledge that it brings to us when we go deep down into the shadow aspects of what makes us who we are, we can find a lot of clues, a lot of clues. And why I say that is because sometimes in the shadows is when we realize that we bring all of this darkness within us and all of this light, and then we have to sit in the mirror. And when we sit in the mirror, we bring the harmony between the darkness and the light, right? And we can be neutral and we can come from a lot of understanding and wisdom throughout the ages come with us because a lot of the shadow aspects are very, bring so much knowledge about everything, about our experience, about why we do the things that we do, why we have X, Y, and Z programming. And within each one of us, we have so much programming, like so many programs that we need to deprogram in order for us to get to the point where we want to be, right? So in astrology, I think what they say, which is what I don't agree with them, is that Sharon symbolizes unhealable, uncurable, incurable trauma, unhealable injuries. And I do not agree with that because... Even in the zodiac, uh, when you have like I'm a Scorpio moon, Scorpio sun, and I have a lot of energy of being afraid of betrayal. I can be extremely loyal. But the moment that you show me that you're going to betray me, that's it, we're done. Right. So that is a major program that I had to deprogram that I'm still deprogramming because it's so deep within my bones, within my cells, that if I see a little bit of you betray me, I'm done. So for me to go from I'm done to like, okay, let's hear what you have to say. That took many years, okay? Because it was so deep within me. Like if you look into a Scorpio moon, you know that these people are extremely loyal to the point that it can be um, not good for us. But if you show me that there is a little bit of you that is going to betray me, we are finished. Well, that was before. Now I'll give you a second opportunity, maybe a third one, but not a fourth one. So those are things, the programs that we need to deprogram from us. So when I hear uncurable trauma and unhealable injuries, what is telling me, these are things within the Sharon, wherever your Sharon is sitting, that you... Really need to work through just like the zodiac. They tell you you have a lot of jealousy. Well, you need to work to understand where that jealousy is coming from so that you can deprogram and heal that from your archetype who what makes you who you are that energy that makes you who you are. So, this is important because when we look into zodiac astrology, if all you know, like um, Shani's zodiac, um verdict astrology and so on, anything that is going to give you a blueprint. Uh, even in Palo, where we have the different, we have the different doors, the astral doors that we come with depending on the spirit team that we work with. Those are doors that have pros and cons. The cons you can overcome if you work on them, right? So it is in my opinion, I think that the clues that we get, which are we don't realize at the beginning that we are getting those clues because we're thinking, oh, this is who I'm supposed to be. But when you really think about it, this is what I want you to consider. This is the main point of today. When you think about all of these traumas, all of these uncurable, unhealable things, unhealable things, uncurable traumas, traumas. Pros and cons of your birth chart, your zodiac, your astrology, whatever blueprint you're getting, anything that your psychic says, anything that in Akashi Reader tells you that is a negative thing that you have to be careful with. Like in Ifa, it's like, oh, you have this, this issue in this Odoo. Um, you have to be careful with X, Y, and C. What they're telling us are the clues of what we need to heal. So when I started looking at these this way, it became clear to me that the Zodiac and any other type of blueprint that we're getting is just letting us know where we need to spend our time in order to heal the things that bring us down, right? Because jealousy brings us down, betrayal brings us down, self-sabotage uh, feeling of loneliness, feeling of um, no confidence because I cannot do this, Y, and C. I cannot do this because my sign says no. I cannot have a rooster because whatever. Or I have to have a rooster to protect myself from X, Y, and C. Then that's telling you from that protection from X, Y, and C is something that you need to look into to learn and let go and release and bring it into balance. So the zodiac astrology, all those, whatever it is, is giving us, um, numerology is giving us the clues that we need to understand of what we need to heal, right? So it's like a, a healing chart. And I should probably coin that because that was a really good one that I just came out. Healing, Chi-Chi, healing Chi-Chi, right? I'm going to write that down. So anyway, so just like the Soria is giving us all of these blueprints. And we, when we look at these blueprints, what we're going to do in the in the next few videos is that we're going to look at the blueprints and see for each sign, what is Chiron? Um, if you're, Chiron is in Scorpio, Aries, Virgo, Taurus, whatever it is, we're going to take a look one by one so that we can see Where is the negative that we need to overcome in order for us to be more in balance and feel better here? Because, for example, if you're sharing is in Taurus and you have a lot of issues with, um, you know, you don't feel like people understand what you're saying when you're saying what you're saying. Well, you're always going to have communication issues, right? If you feel, um, if you have issues with abandonment because you're um, sharing is in Taurus that is something that you need to look at and really understand in order for you to put a healing plant in place, whether you do it through meditation, contemplation, some type of modality, past life regression, uh hypnotherapy, or whatever it is, ayahuasca, uh sacred plant medicine in general, Reiki, Akashi Reading. There is so many healing modalities, but you will use the sharon, where is your sharon sitting? within your birth chart in order for you to realize this is something that I can actually, what happens when I overcome that? Who do I become when I overcome X, Y, and C? And maybe we can even look into the Sharon. Uh, I don't know, you guys, so let me know if this will be something useful. Where is Sharon if you have um, an order that says, you have an issue with this and this and this and that. I mean, maybe that's something that your Baba can do for you, because that's 256 ODUs that would take like a year more to do. But I want you to think about those things. Take a look at your ODU and see what are the negative things that it tells you, the things that you need to be very careful with, and how, what will you need to do? And I'll give you maybe a, a couple of examples so you can see what I'm saying. What do you need to do to switch that from a negative to being in balance so that it cannot control you, so that you can feel in alignment, right? Because it's about having a good life here now, right? So just like the soria, all of these astrology blueprints, all of these Ifa, Odus, any type of Zodiac is going to give us, in any spiritual practice, it's going to give us beliefs, things that says pros and cons, things to watch out for. Things to avoid. Things that you might need to be careful with. All of those things are things that are a cheat sheet because when we decide to come into this assistant, we decided. If you look at the zodiac and the astrology, what is it telling you when you have a when you are born? It's telling you the moment that you were born. It's telling you. The, the different planets that were in X house, in X, Y house, in X, Y house, the 10 house, the third house. And so on. that is a blueprint, right? So when you take a look at this blueprint, you know your soul decided to come and experience these things with X, Y, and Z programming. So those programming that he has in every of those house, if it is a financial issue because you came into... Um, a situation where you have to overcome financial issues. Like I think Sharon in Scorpio has a lot of that, like a lot of issues with financial abundancy because they have a big desire to have it all and they have to overcome feeling secure and safe only when they have a lot of money. So the wounded child, the wounded healer, in when he sits on Scorpio, is going to kick you, as when it comes to financial abundancy because you're gonna to have to be feeling really good about yourself before you can attract and keep the money that you have. And if you have a sharing on sitting on Scorpio, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna leave it here for now. I hope that it makes a little sense because in the next few videos, what I'm to, my goal will be to break it down into maybe like three three, um, three zodiac signs, um, poor video so that we have a, f- a total of four video talking about Sharon sitting on the different zodiac signs so that you can see what I'm talking about and how you can take it a step further. If you're Sharon is sitting on Aries, Taurus, Virgo, what to do. And la 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 la. And then, if you're sitting in Sagittarius, Libra, Scorpio, la 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 la. la. So that way, you have a blueprint that could help you go to a psychic medium healer, Akashi reader, um, hypnotherapy, past life regression, quantum healing, Reiki, whatever it is, and say, hey, I need to work this out. Or you can even to sacred plant medicine and say, medicine, whatever medicine you're taking show me what I need to do to heal this. Show me where this is coming from and what I could do to heal this, right? So we want to be more responsible for um, our journey, um, our lives, right? Hi, Sylvia. I'm just seeing this. So thank you so much. I hope that you get something valuable out of this. Definitely let me know in the comments. Uh, you know, my goal is not to do videos just for videos. I want to do videos because they're going to help someone, even if it's just one person. So definitely uh, leave comments. Let me know um, if you found this interesting, the the idea of the Chi Chi, all the programming that we come with the, that is available in the Zodiac, in the birth chart, in any type of spiritual practice where you get a blueprint, it's going to let you know. Even in 21 divisions, when you go and you get readings and people say, you know, your priest, priestess, Mambo Hugan says, oh, this spirit is working with you. And this is what it means right now. They're giving you the pros and cons. I mean, you should be getting that. Like, be careful with this. And that be careful with is going to also show you what part of your um, personality programming you need to deprogram from yourself because for example a lot of people that have say Marta they're going to get the same thing and I used to and I used to believe the same thing where it's like um if you have this energy you have to be careful with this and you cannot have this so yeah all right we'll see you guys in the next one thank you so much